When it comes to your education, there's no need to settle. Get the interactive and purposeful education that you and employers demand from Colorado State University Global Campus. You'll get personalized, career-driven learning created and taught by today's industry leaders. CSU Global was built to help students succeed with affordability, flexibility, and individualized support. It's time to expect better. Find your path to the career you want at csuglobal.edu, where online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session, Bill Cosby is going to jail. Kaye West is no longer allowed to attend the barbecue, and North and South Korea's war is coming to an end. Look, Bill Cosby, y'all are going to drink up. All right, y'all. We can't hear our we can't hear our host, but y'all already know what the deal is. Confession, that's it. What up? How everybody doing this evening? I hope everybody's having a fantastic evening. Wait, wait a, a goddamn a minute. Time. You can't hear me. You can't hear me. I I hear you now. Goddamn it. What's going on with you? Um, shit. I you know I was over here being dramatic as fuck, straight thinking that like <laughs> I was tuned in, ready to go. And you cannot hear my black ass at all. Nigga then lost his vocal cords and every every (laughs) goddamn thing else, okay? But, you know, not shit. Working, tired, ugly. You know the use. (laughs) I I tell you all the time, I'm always complaining. But, you know, niggas didn't work harder than me. So, you know, it's fine. I just got to do what my ancestors did. Bust my ass and get this check. What's going on with you, though, sis? How you doing? How has your week been? I, I feel like because the show's only once a week, I never talk to you, and I miss you so much. I just want you to know that, you know, I just Aww, be caught up in life and ugly, but yeah, what's going on with you? <laughs> How's the twins? Uh, just getting bigger and bigger. I feel just so big, and it's crazy. I'm only, you know, 22 weeks, and I just feel like, ah, you know, like the world, and I still got like a whole another, um, you know, like months and a couple of weeks left to still go because they want me to, you know, have, I mean, uh, two months to go pretty much. So it's like, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot. But I've been feeling all right. The morning sickness is really subsiding, so that's awesome. And um, other than that, yeah, just been chilling. Uh, school is over this week, so I'm excited. I got all my stuff done yesterday. I'm just waiting for one more person to grade my paper, and that's it. That'll do. That'll be all. So I'm excited about that. And, yeah, that's pretty much all. Off school for a week, just get to get my chill on. I'm going to do some um, spring cleaning and really get dust in everything and stuff like that. And so that's going to be kind of. And I have an appointment tomorrow, too. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's what it is. But you ain't been doing nothing else, Jane. You ain't been going to no parties or no outings, going to the gym, getting your workout on. Well, you know, I've, I've been going to the gym, get my workout on. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to get this coin together because you know for school, um, it, my class starts at at the um. I told you I'm taking this coding intensive at Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. um, next month. But it's like the course is like ten grand, so it's like I'm putting the money together Whoa. for that. So yeah, and they don't have financial aid for the shit, so it's just like, oh my god, nigga, I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm ugly, but it'll be worth it in the end. 
but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have like, you know, um, I get together, I get together with, you know, the crew, my friends, you know, down here. And then also Chris family is really dope. Like I've said a million times, like my friends, his family, we always come together, like, you know, and it'd be, it's a great time. Um, but nothing too major. It's funny. Cause actually okay. today, uh, Chris, Chris's birthday is in August. Um, and he's getting ready to go to uh, this venue, this black-owned venue um, downtown Durham that we go to all the time. It's called, like, Skewers. It's really cool, really chill, real laid back. But he's getting ready to go talk to the owners about, like, possibly doing, like, a white party there. Because I feel like we have great parties, and people tell us all the time that we should, like, really do, like, some promoting shit. Because it's, it's like, we always do, like, we always bring together a good crowd of people. You know, it's never, like, any drama. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's it's bougie, but at the same time, it's not, like people are uncomfortable um so yeah we were thinking about i mean he he talked to owners today and he told him to come down there and talk to him or whatever chop it up or whatever um about possibly doing like a, a real life you know a white party situation uh for his birthday in august but i, I think it'll be lit good. i think it'll be cute as fuck yeah yes. i wish you can come next year nigga uh, you yeah. know, I've been trying to get you. Well, you know, you had the twins by then. You you have your twins by the holiday party because you know we always have an epic holiday party every year. Yeah, we're always yeah. crazy, like, um, but still like a great time. But um, yeah. So it, it'll just be another venture with our you know legendary party. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. It'll it'll be, it'll be a, a good, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a good time. Let my hair down. Well, let my bald head down. <laughs> So you know, and I won't have to focus on anything for a couple of days, but yeah. That's nice. That's gonna be fun. But everything, everything's to... been good. With... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I just can't wait to see how everything turns out, and yes, everything's been smooth with me, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much all, y'all. So we're gonna get ready and start our interesting topics for the evening. But before we do that, don't forget to check us out on this podcast. Um, uh, don't forget to like, comment, rate, subscribe, and tag us in that drama. Send us your confessions at confessions at number two us at gmail dot com, and let us know what you guys want to hear. All right, Jen. After the sparkle, hit them with that confession question of the day. Absolutely, absolutely. Confession <laughs> question. Confession question. If you are on a first date with an individual who card declines, do you pay for them? Or just yourself. Again, if you're on a first date with an individual who card declines, do you pay for you and them or just yourself? And let's get into those confessionals, Miss Angel Vandrina. All right, y'all. So according to CNN, the leaders of North and South Korea have committed themselves to the complete denuclearization of Korean Peninsula and pledged to bring a formal end to the Korean War 65 years after Haskell hostilities ceased. Um, in a remarkable day-long summit that weighed heavy with symbolism, South Korean President Moon Jae-in and North Korean counterpart Kim Jong-un embraced, planted a tree, and talked alone for more than 30 minutes. They signed the Pemajong Declaration for Peace, Prosperity, and Unification on the Korean Peninsula, which commits the two countries to denuclearization and talks to bring formal end to the conflict. It was a startling conclusion to the first meeting between the leaders of the two countries in 10 years. In separate speeches, Kim and Moon promised a new era, era excuse me, addressing the world's media live on television for the first time. Kim said that Koreans will be united as one country. Moon said there would not be any more war on the Korean Peninsula. 
The pledge to end the war faces many hurdles. Any final peace deal must also involve China and the U.S., both of whom were participants in the original conflict that began in 1950 when the North Korea people, um, arm, People's Army invaded the South. Now, although the armistice was signed in 1953, no formal peace treaty was ever concluded, and technically the pe- peninsula remo- remains at war. The U.S., um, Donald Trump, and the most of the, well, the U.S., we were pretty much asleep when all of these days events unfolded, but more in Washington, D.C., they woke up. Trump, who was due to meet him later in the coming months, hailed the summit. Um, he tweeted, after a furious year of missile launches and nuclear testing, a historic meeting between North and South Korea, he said, good things aren't happening, but only time will tell. In another tweet, he explained, Korea war to Korean war to end. Jean, Donald Trump always does, but how do you feel about the war between the North and the South ending? Um, I think it's dope. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, too familiar on on their politics and what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just know that this is like, you know, a huge deal, and um, they have been beefing forever, you know. And you know, I, I think it's dope the fact that that they are coming together. I don't know if it's a, a plus for us. I, I want to say so. I hope so. You know, maybe it's right. just like motherfuckers right. like this American. Uh, president is just full of shit, and we got to come together before mm-hmm, you know exactly. he have us out here in the world world three because nobody wants that. You know, we they talk a bunch of shit, and you know Kim Jong Un yep. is you know that motherfucker is clearly crazy. You know, um, but <laughs> it's just like to to want to go ahead and and basically because if there if there was a world war three like it's it's the end of humanity like we are all going to die like you know there like there's no way around it and nobody wants that like people talking shit but it's like nobody wants that but trump trump's the only one that's just like and still he think he right. can be able to get into some sort of panic room and survive the shit you know <laughs> and fuck everybody else um but like I said, I, I thought I thought it was amazing that they could come together and, and hopefully agree. I hope that this stands. It was funny because I, it, it's not funny, but um, uh, like maybe a year ago, I was watching this this documentary on Vice um, of where this girl she was explaining, you know, the the strife between North Korea and South Korea and how intense it is, and um, it's like this meeting place, and even like her walking from South Korea to that part, like they started tripping. So um, to see like the two presidents wow. go back and forth and step on each other's lands and shake hands, um, I, I think it's amazing, you know. And, and um, I'm excited to see what's to come to come for this, you know. And I hope it's a benefit. It's a it's a benefit for all of us, you know. Yeah. And one step in the direction of world peace, because anybody got time for, you know, none of this BS. Really, none, I don't want no problems. You know, we don't want the problem. <laughs> you know, only only person Trump, and he can handle that shit on his own. You know, if he really got so much shit to say, and let his dumbass supporters, including Kanye, we are gonna get to that shortly. Let him go and support. <laughs> let him go and support it and fighting the war. But I ain't got time for none of that bullshit. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel pretty much the exact same way that John feel. Except I don't think that this is going to be good for the U.S. I think the fact that North and South Korea are coming together is absolutely amazing because they're like, we are the same people. It's kind of like how we, on the show, we discuss um, putting money back into our own community. 
this is what they're like, why are we fighting? North and South, like, what are we doing? Like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we need to be putting money back into our own selves and ganging up on the U.S. because they're the real enemy. Donald Trump is the issue. You know, look look what the type of shit that he's doing and saying. Like, this makes no sense. So it's good that they can no longer focus on each other and that, that beef can end. But like I mentioned, it's, you know, the, the in order for – um, the peace deal to be made, it has to include China and both the U.S. And, you know, we just have to see, uh, you know, I know Donald Trump, he's set to meet with Kim on Jong, um, you know, later in the coming months, but I don't know what the hell going to happen. So we just want to see. Hopefully if they got an issue, they put that to Donald Trump and him solely. That's it. All okay. right. Now, we're going to get to Jung's favorite rapper, y'all. <laughs> Used to be my favorite rapper, but fuck him now. All right, next topic. And this is according to thegrio.com. It bears repeating that in September 2005, Kanye West famously blurted out George Bush doesn't care about black people while standing next to a stunned Mike Myers during a post-hurricane Katrina telethon. One must wonder if that Kanye was genuine or her opportunist. After joining Hot 97's Ebro and proclaiming his love for President Donald Trump, who, it must be repeated, insists the Central Park Five are still guilty has been accused of sexually assaulting numerous women and attempted to ban thousands of people from this country based on their faith. Kaya is back on Twitter today, and he's and this is from Wednesday. Uh, he's apparently gone mega. I don't know what that means. Means um, He even has Trump's seal of approval, and um, Trump sent out a tweet saying, thank you, Kanye, very cool, which in my opinion is just like seriously disgusting. Kanye spent most of Wednesday tweeting incoherently, posting pictures from presumably his home, asking if it looks like the sunken place, before posting his tweet wearing the infamous hats, um, Make America Great Again. And I must say he's like with these two older white men. Uh, that's Kanye right. wearing the red hat that has titties. become... Big ass titties. With the titties. That's Kanye West. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, that's Kanye West wearing the red hat that has become synonymous with not only Trump, but scores of his supporters. It's a hat and phrase that has only become heavily associated with white supremacist groups and the alt-right. But at least Kanye got his personally autographed. Um, there's that. And then Kanye switched on another tweet saying, my Make America Great Again hat is signed, fire emojis. It seems that if Kanye is using this as a way to promote his alleged new albums, it might do very well with, very well with conservatives, but find him losing a lot of his loyal supporters. Also, I say he released a song to yesterday um, in the name of the song. Let me look at this shit on title really quick. I couldn't even get through. I couldn't even get through <laughs> the full bullshit. Um, but it's called Lift Yourself, and um, it's featuring T.I. And T.I. is supposed to be the voice of the people. But it's basically like him proclaiming his love. And, and they basically have free, th- free thought. And um and that's like what his whole reason has been behind everything, this whole free thought movement, um, to think different than the masses and you know, all this other psycho shit. But how do you feel about Kanye West? Chicago's Kanye West voting for her. I'm I just saying don't that he's voting for Donald Trump and supporting Donald Trump. I just don't know what's wrong with him right now. Like he he acting as if he don't understand what the issue is. He's acting like Donald Trump is like just this awesome person and you know, the way how he's supporting him, he's wearing a hat. He out here looking like a damn fool. When this man is sitting up there talking about disrespecting women, so right there you're telling me that you agree with his politics on grabbing bitches by the pussy. And not only even that, 
But this man has got cases out on him. He shouldn't even be president right now. You know, you're supporting a no-good criminal, and you just think that it's okay. And that upsets me because, you know, he is a black man. He knows what it's like to be up in the hood and, you know, and struggle for a living. And, you know, Donald Trump is sitting up there telling cops, yeah, don't don't put your hand down, you know, or, or on their head. Pretty much, yeah, let these motherfuckers, innocent or not, get hit in the head. You know, when you put them in a car, if they've been arrested. You know, it's just disgusting that uh, Kanye West, he was stooped this low. Uh, I think something's wrong with him. Um, and, yeah, he, he's going to have, you know, a lot of conservatives listening in, possibly if they even like that shit, to what he's saying. But the loyal supporters are like, bye-bye, bitch, you are no longer able to attend the barbecue. Um, I think that it'll be good for um, Trump and Fox News and people who are just yeah. for, you know, supporting Trump. But as far as, like, his demographic, like, racist whites, I honestly don't feel like they give a fuck. They're, they're probably just like, yeah, Trump. I mean, Kanye West, you know, um, he agrees with the, the antics, too. Uh, you people love him. But I don't think that it's going to make them want to listen to his music or support him. You know what I'm saying? These this is this is the same demographic that was calling him niggers and monkeys and coons and you know all this other shit after the whole thing with Taylor Swift. So um, I'm just extremely disappointed, Kanye West, because at one point in my life, Kanye West w- literally was my favorite rapper, like number one. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like I, yeah, I had a whole discography. Like I've been following Kanye for a long time. He said a lot of shit, you know, and I definitely feel like he does. He is suffering from source, some sort of mental illness, but at the same time, I still look past it. But I feel like now, like he's just disconnected, and I don't give a fuck. You could be crazy, you know. You yeah, can have a lot yeah. going on. Like you may have like lost your mind since your mother passed, but this is just this is dangerous, you know what you're spewing. So I, I can't fuck with Kanye, and I tried to listen to that new song, and it was, to me, it was horrible. The song was fucking horrible. You know, really? and what did it sound like? people, yeah, it was fucking terrible. And what people are saying what did it is sound like, like, let me play the shit for you. Let me let me go right. ahead and play so let, you, so you see, can hear this, so you can hear this bullshit. All right, let's let's see what Kanye West is talking about and what is this? This is free thoughts, y'all. Listen. trashy um listen to it you know through the air so yeah when i listen to it i let y'all know what what my thoughts is on this too 
Um, but I, I definitely don't like how you just started off. When Obama was like, bitch ass nigga, you not even allowed to say the word nigga no more. So right, what are you like, doing? Nigga, fuck, what are fuck you doing? You. Like, fuck you. <laughs> and, and it's just like, I'm disappointed Kim Kardashian have to come and check his ass. Like, she had to let him oh know, God, like, this is a whole white woman telling you you out of order, and you don't know the shit as a black man. Like, what are you, like, nigga, you are well, crazy. What did Kim Gay say? What did she say? Like, she just came forward and was just, like, saying, like, he, you know, his his statements were, let me, let me actually, because I don't want to fuck it up, what she said. Okay. Um, let, let me go ahead and Google it. But, um. Anyways, you guys, I just can't. I I I can't deal with kind. Yeah, it's it's. I just don't understand why he's acting this way. If your wife has to tell you something is going on in that household, I don't know. I think that he's definitely depressed. I think maybe, you know, it's coming up or this is near a time where his mom um did pass away and all of that stuff, so he's feeling depressed. But he takes it to like a whole like new level. You know, he wants everybody to feel how depressed he is and. He wants all that sympathy from people, and he wants people to understand where he's coming from or he forced them to understand where he's coming from by acting crazy, and it's, it's just weird to me. But, you know, that's your favorite rapper, John. No, nigga, he's not, he's not my favorite rapper anymore. I just, I can't. I cannot. I, I cannot. So did you find what Kim Kardashian said? Okay, so I'm looking at Elle magazine. Uh, it says, Ella DeGeneres kindly shared two clips from her upcoming interview with Kim Kardashian Monday, uh, one where Kardashian opened up about her feelings regarding the fucked up Tristan Thomas cheating situation, and a second where Kardashian discussed her husband Kanye West's controversial tweet rant. Uh, Kardashian sidestepped the ugliest parts of them, aka the Division West public support of uh, President Donald Trump has created among his, among his friends and fellow black artists, but admitted that West's returns to Twitter was something he didn't discuss with her until after the fact. I didn't even know he got his Twitter again until I started seeing tweets come in from other people like retweeting them, she said. And I was like, wait, is this real? And then at night he came in and was like, did you see my tweets? And I was like, yes, I did see your tweets. See your tweets. And I followed him back. Um, and I wake up and I see, I mean, I hear him say all these things in the house just about, I think what he was saying about really the everything he was talking clarity, he always talks about how he should not have our phones first thing in the morning and in the house when we're with our kids, she continued. Let's not have our phones. It's our rule that we really try to live by. So I think he was talking about cleansing. She didn't really elaborate on the other parts of his tweets to DeGeneres. Um, but how much can you explain on behalf of your husband, the free think, the free thinker? Um, but I want to say, like, wow. yeah, there's some other yeah, stuff wow. too that she has because she actually tweeted. Um, she tweeting him back? No, she tweet like she publicly. T- let me see, maybe it, it'll help if I put Kim Kardashian Twitter <laughs> tweets. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, that's crazy, though. I didn't even realize that, you know, she even spoke up regarding Kanye West's tweet um, on, you know, how he feel about Donald Trump and his album or his, not his, his, his release, um, Free Thinking. It's just crazy. That's crazy to me. But, um, John, we can circle back to that. I want to talk about Ellen DeGeneres anyway, because you had mentioned her um, just a second ago. So do you mind if I cut through? Absolutely. I don't give a fuck about Kanye. We don't have to talk about him ever again, so. 
<laughs> All right, so well, you didn't say that. So according to MiamiHero.com, Ellen DeGeneres is critical of police shootings of black men. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, she says she's furious that so many black men have been shot by police and nothing seems to change. Speaking with CNN's Van Jones on her show on Friday, DeGeneres says she's ashamed. Jones said it's not just the police. He said that when he was at Yale University, students who did drugs were sent to rehab, while black kids in a nearby project were sent to jail for doing the exact same thing. Jones says there are some malware glitch going on in our brains when it comes to gun violence and racial inequality in America. Now, we all know that this is true, and not many stars have spoken up about this, but Jen, why do you think that Ellen DeGeneres has decided to speak up on this topic now? Um, Honestly, I, I don't know. Um, but I do appreciate it. I don't know specifically what she's saying in regards to it, but like I said, you know, I, I feel like it's important for, you know, um, white people to speak up against this nonsense um, because at the end of the day, it's their fault. You know, they are the reason that the system is as fucked up as it is. It's funny because um, today I overheard a conversation of, you know, it was like this older couple and it was like, you know, um, their father, I don't know if it was the husband's father or the daughter's father, um, but it was like their father. And he just started like, he was low key, like starting to spew like that ignorant, like Trump supporter shit. And they just kept checking his ass. Like, you know, cause he had said something about, um, <laughs> it, it was like, I, I really, I didn't say anything, but I was just so glad that it was like the, the wife, she, and then the husband chimed in because um, he was like, yeah, you know, these whole incidents, um, and this is why, you know, uh, the police or the people, the air support police, the airport police have to step in because of the violence of people bring weapons on board. And she was like, what incident since, you know, 9-11 have you heard of people bringing weapons on planes? And he was just like, well, not mm-hmm. specifically. And she was just like, she's telling him, like, you have to be careful with that, like. You know, I haven't heard anything. And then the husband was like, in my opinion, I feel like it was excessive how they handle situations. Even, you know, people being drunk or or whatever happens, you could just simply throw them off the plane. But to the fact of abusing, putting your hands on it, it, it's just putting your hands on them is just going too far. And it was like he said something else. It was like something to do with like government and stuff and Trump. And mm-hmm. the wife, she looked at him and she was like, don't start with that. Like, like, and it was just like, I was <laughs> like, yes, bitch. Like, I was just living, like, check his ass on that ignorant shit. Like, you, <laughs> we need that. Like, we need that. Because it's just like, w- like, where do you get your, your knowledge from? Like, how do you honestly believe the shit that you were saying? You know, with all these incidences of Delta and AirTran and all these American Airlines, all these yep, all these yep. different groups of people disrespecting, you know, black people on their flights. Since when did you hear about them fighting or or even bring like you know what I'm saying any sort of something where those um, flight attendants or the pilots felt like they were in danger? None. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. And it was just like this man made up this whole situation to defend their actions and being so you know. Um, What's the word? Just being so negligent 
on handling the situation. So I was just glad to see that, you know, and, and I appreciate Ellen speaking out, you know, against that yeah. because it's necessary. She has, she has a wide fan base of people who mm-hmm. may not fit our demographic and them seeing that and it surprises me. And I honestly, I don't believe it, but you know, I feel like a lot of the people that may be her demographic, you know, even though they don't face those issues, they, they may feel like this is the first time they're hearing about it. You know, and mm-hmm. and they may realize how important it is from hearing from another white person, another wealthy white person, you know, that shit needs to be changed. So I thought it was dope. I mean, I've always fucked with Ellen, you know, she got rhythm and I used to love watching her show growing <laughs> up. I haven't watched it recently because, you know, niggas be at work. But yeah, you know, props to her. Why do you think, though, that she came forth to talk about this? Well... I think she came forward to talk about this because, I mean, you made so many good points, but but I feel like she came forward to talk about this because, you know, she had this individual on the show, you know, they were already about to get ready and discuss um, this type of situation, and she finally had an opportunity to discuss this particular situation on her platform. You know, uh, at, uh, there are certain times where people, they tell you, hey, you can or you cannot discuss this type of stuff on the show. And we all know that. We all know that people have been stopped. So the fact that she, whatever the case was, she still found an opportunity um, to to discuss this, whatever the case, like I said, it doesn't matter because the fact that she did it in general was really awesome. And like Jen said, she has a very wide, wide fan base who may not necessarily fit our demographic. But, you know, if this can get out to everybody, maybe more people will start caring and speaking up for what's right or telling the truth, you know. So, thank you, Ellen, for that. Um, yeah, with that being said, John, you want to go ahead and move on to that next topic? Absolutely. All right, y'all, next topic, and this is according to The Shade Room. Uh, getting into your dream college is an amazing feeling. When Drake Johnson got uh, found out he got accepted into Harvard, he took to Twitter to share the exciting news. Unfortunately, a former member of the Texas State Board of Education threw some light shade at the biracial California team by asking him if he was admitted on merit or on quota. Johnson responded, thank you, valedictorian ASB president, world champion, Um, good SAT and a couple handfuls of other involvement. So I would think merit. According to Dallas News, Johnson said he didn't know how to take it when he first saw the tweet. After sitting on it for a minute, instead of going in on George Clayton of Richardson, he decided to list his accomplishment. I wanted some subtle way to prove him wrong, but not be aggressive, he said. I thought that um, was the best way to civilly defuse the situation and clearly show I was accepted on merit. His mom, Jeannie Johnson, says she has no clue how Clayton even found her son's tweet in the first place. Why do you care? And why are you asking that particular question to a kid who is clearly of some type of mixed race, she asked. That is just so frustrating. She said her son's response fits his personality. He's this kid who really thinks about what he's doing and saying, she said. He knows how hard he works to get where he's at. He wants people to understand that's why he's getting what he's getting. Nothing, nothing's being handed to him. So what do you think? I think that he was definitely, his decision-making skills are awesome because his mom kind of went off. <laughs> and I think that anybody and anybody's mom will probably go off because it's like, 
what, well, who the hell are you? Why are you uh, coming at me like that? You know what I'm saying? And so um, the fact that he actually listed out all his accomplishments and everything like that was extra awesome. But there should be some type of, you know, some type of warning or disciplinary action that should happen for this type of situation. Like, how, how dare you? And it's clearly something that is serious. I mean, look how far it's come. Look how, you know, how widespread this news is. So that's crazy to me. Did you even – what was your thoughts on it, Jen? Um, I'm glad that he checked him. You know, that is so fucking annoying to me. Um, you know, I, I really do feel like a lot of times people still have that notion that, you know, affirmative action is necessary. You know, I, I don't think it's they are looking at someone who is a 4.0 that's white and they're walking over them and giving them to somebody that has a 3.6. No, it's basically people that have the same credentials, they're going to choose the minority. Right. They both have a 4.0. They both have the same amount of extracurriculars. They both wrote an amazing essay, but this person has less opportunities, you know, innately than the other person. So, yeah, they're going to choose them to make the school more diverse. But I don't think, like I said, like he was saying, that wasn't the case, you know, but that's how affirmative action works. It's not like shit is being handed to somebody. Like, they're just overlooking these fucking amazing students to give it to these mediocre students. Like, like right. what the fuck are you talking about? Right. You know? Right. What so do it's, you it's, think this is? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, it's it's so fucking annoying and it's so frustrating. And, and, and I'm just glad that he was able to, you know, handle himself. But at the same time, I would have cussed him the fuck out. Did you go to Harvard? Where'd you go? University of Alabama? Like, exactly. bitch, fuck you. <laughs> Like, like, and you're mad about it. Like, you're mad, you know? But, I mean, props to him for, for handling it like a true gentleman. Um, and I, yeah, like you exactly. said, I do hope that, you know, he gets some sort of deal with I don't know what he does now. You know, obviously they said former member of the, of the school board, so he's not a part of right. it currently, you know? But, you know, maybe he gets frowned upon and, you know, not really dealt with and people are distancing mm-hmm. dis- um, themselves from him, but yeah, it's just so fucking ignorant. It's just like, come on, like this is nothing new. I remember going to when I was at Nicolay, and this guy saying, and it, it became like this big incident because this guy was like, "Black people don't get into Harvard," and it's just like that was over wow. ten years ago. Yeah, I, you know, I told you about right. this shit, yeah, and you know the guy, bitch ass, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, come on, like. How many people have you seen graduate from Harvard now? Summa cum laude, magna cum laude, that are black. <laughs> like, stop, like, stop. Stop with the dumb shit. You just mad because you can't get into it. Like, shut the fuck up. Really? That's it. They just mad. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> Haters, they gonna All right, so according to the Chicago Tribune, MSNBC's Joy Reid is under fire for homophobic language in old blog posts. She apologized Saturday for um, any past comments that belittle or mock the LGBTQ community and said she hasn't been able to verify her claim that her account was hacked. Reid opened her weekend show, AM Joy, by acknowledging that she was said, that said dumb and hurtful things in the past. 
And the people and the person I am right now is not the person I was then, she said. But she was unable to explain blog posts from a decade ago that mocked gay people and individuals who were allegedly gay. Reed has denied posting them altogether, but says security expert that she hired um, to look into whether or not she was a hacking victim had no proof. I genuinely do not believe I wrote these hateful things because they are completely alien to me, but I can definitely understand based on things I have tweeted and have written in the past why some people don't believe me, she said. I have not been exempt from doing dumb or cruel or hurtful things to people I want to advocate for. I own that. I get it. And for that, I truly am sorry. And the posts that came to light in December were written for, for the Reed Report, her blog, when she was covering Florida politics a decade ago. In a post, she refers to then-Florida Governor uh, Charlie Christ as Mrs. Charlie and then suggests that he was oogling a male waiter on his honeymoon after marrying his wife, whom he said, um, who they are now divorced, but he said that he, I mean, she said she questioned whether the marriage was a sham by a gay man who thought that it would help him politically. Um, this week, Meditate revealed a set of other uh, supposed blog posts, and one of them, those posts read um, notes that were read, she wrote, um, most straight people cringe at the sight of two men kissing that she couldn't broke back mountain because she didn't want to watch two male characters having sex. I, I look back today at some of the ways um, I've talked casually about people in gender identity and sexual orientation, and I wonder who that even was. But the reality, like a lot of other people in this country, that person was me. After reading her five-minute statement, Reed then led a panel discussion, um, gender stereotypes and issues facing the LG. BT community. Jean, what did you think about um, Reed and how she was back in the day and what's going on now, how everything is coming to life? Well, I'm I'm not too familiar with her. I have seen her on MSNBC before, but I don't really, like, follow her or anything. Uh, is she, like, a political an- analyst? She doesn't have, like, her own show or anything. Um, but, I mean, it's not surprising. We talk about this all the time, you know, how a lot of times women may – fuck with the and and that's what bothers a lot of of gay people you know they may fuck with the gay community as far as like they may have like gay friends and you know know the lingo but deep down inside they're just like some of these men you know um with their homophobic ways and feeling like yeah it's not right and you know and, and feel like their opinion on it even fucking matters um if she did say this and and I'm going to say that she did then I mean, there's just sort of be some sort of repercussions. Maybe you can come back from it, but I just feel like like the same thing. Once a racist, always a racist. I feel like the same thing. Once a homophobe, like once you show, I don't feel like you can change that. You can be around a million gay people, and you know, and your best friend be gay, and you watching them make out, and you still deep down feel some feel some type of way about it. And it's just like, what are you mad for? Like, what does that have to do with you? You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like it's fucked up, and I get I get disappointed, you know, because I I just always look at women to think that they're smarter than men, and you know they're more um, objective, and you know they're more understanding, and you have this same stupid ass opinion, like, you know, I I can get the whole thing if you think it's a like a guy's down low, but the fact that you saying like you don't want to see two men kiss, but you would sit in a room and watch. Um, 
this uh, 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 a, a heterosexual couple be disgusting? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? How did you feel? Um. So, like you said, I really don't know Joy Reid like that much either. But you have to think, this was ten years ago when this is when all of this happened. So the fact that it's coming out to light now, even though whatever you do in the dark usually always comes out in the light. Um, you know, the fact that it's coming out now after 10 years, it's like, okay, that was 10 years ago. Are we going to forgive her the way people, they forgave Miss Teen USA, Carly Hay, for the use of the word nigga on Twitter? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, you know, we all have done dumb shit 10 years ago that, you know, we are not proud of. And you do grow. You do grow. And I feel like the fact that she seemed like she has grown, and she has apologized for it, and it seems sincere. And she opened up her show by um, addressing the elephant in the room. It shows a lot because she could have just been like, all right, y'all, so on today's show, what we're going to talk about is, uh, you know, and not even gave a fuck about what anybody was saying. So um, I feel like, yes, that's out of order the way she was back in her day. She could have had the wrong type of guidance, you know, growing up because our parents, they can really influence our thinking as we grow up. And that could have been the reason why she was acting so ignorant. But then she got to know gay people. She got to see how people they were. She got to actually be around a, a, a diverse group of individuals and realize that she was so fucking ignorant, she just didn't know better. So that's just my opinion on it. But. Yeah, so, but well, one thing that annoys me, you know, this was 10 years ago, but this is just, why I don't understand why, why heterosexual people are straight people you know and i'm not saying all of y'all because you're not like that you know sam's not like that you know i'm saying people close to me never but i I just don't a lot of time i hear like straight people they want to talk about how they feel about you know gay people and gay relations like it fucking matters like you're not gay like am i interfering in what you doing and the fact that you slept with 20 niggas and you still (laughs) not married like bitch shut Shut the fuck up. Like, I'm not measuring your pussy hole. Like, because I'm sure that shit's loose. <laughs> so don't worry I about what like the fuck I'm doing. I cringe at the sight of anybody kissing on TV. I'd be like, oh, That's what I'm saying. Like, if a motherfucker hard for making like... out, but I just feel like, like, I'm thinking about me and Chris in public. We barely hold hands. I know, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because we know what, we know what it is. We know we're in a gay relationship. So it's just like, and I remember, it was like one time, me and Chris, was walking. We both had on snapbacks. We both had on hoodies. You know what I'm saying? And we was walking and we had like our arms around each other. And this guy looked at us like just was staring. And then like me and Chris, we talking about, I was like, I wonder, was he disgusted or was he like interested? Like, I, cause I really he feel like to, it was he a picture was like, of like, damn, them niggas look like they some thug ass niggas. And then like, he was like, why they all hugged up like that? Yeah, like, cause I swear, like, it was, that motherfucker was just staring, I swear he was staring at us for, like, a block and didn't say nothing. I'm like, (laughs) nigga, why are you staring so fucking hard? Like, and we wasn't, like, making out, so it's just like, and and it's like, when we kiss each other in public, it'd be like, it'd be like a peck of, like, .3 seconds, like, we don't really (laughs) hold hands, because we know, like, we know what it is. Like, when we at home, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just me and him, or it's like one of our close friends. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah, but it's just like in public, so it's it's just like relax because I sit in I, I see know, couples I feel like all anybody the time. Though, like you don't want to be in public like doing them. Okay, 
Like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, yeah, not but people do right now. So, like, what are you doing? That's the childish yeah. shit. Yeah, no, it is. That's that's like some new relationship shit, in my opinion. Exactly. Like it's just yep, like you trying to secure, you yeah. trying to secure the bag, and you trying to look cute, but it's just like <laughs> you look disgusting. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember one time me and Sam we was on a bus, we was on a city bus, and um, and we was kissing or whatever. Somebody was like, "Get a room," and I was like, "We got one," and we was actually on our way to the hotel. Just ugly as a bitch. Like, I was just like, we got one. <laughs> like, ugly as one. This ugly. But anyway, so that was a really good topic. That was interesting to me. Um, I think we both had good opinions on it. And I'm interested to see if she's going to lose a lot of, um, you know, viewers or people who support her from the LGBT community. But we, we'll yeah. see what's going on with that I mean, um, to come. I, I kind of want to because she's a black woman at the end of the day, you right. know, and, you know, I am more of my blackness than I am with my sexual orientation. I do know that I'm a gay man, but physically you can tell, I, you know, and I'm saying I want to hide who I am, but it's just like, I don't feel like people when they describe me are like, yeah, this gay man, like I'm black, you know what I'm saying? So I oh, I yeah, never yeah. want to, to down my, my black woman, you know, so. I want to get this bitch, even though I know who she is, another chance, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah. In the back of my mind, I am going to be thinking, like, do you have these ignorant, stupid-ass views? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get on to our last topic of the evening. Absolutely. Last topic, uh, com- comedy icon, and this is according to ViewLightTV.com, uh, Bill Cosby stands to face what may be the final years of his life behind bars after he was found guilty of three counts of aggravated incident assault in his retrial of the Andrea Constant case on Thursday. The verdict came in from the jury after 14 hours of del- deliberation that spanned two days and was complicated in his final hours of the group coming to, co- to a consensus on how to define con- consent. In the end, it turns out that they determined that the 80-year-old entertainer had not acquired permission on the night that he allegedly slipped the former Temple University employee three pills while convening in his Philadelphia home in 2004. Constant has long alleged that she fell unconscious and woke up to find Cosby penetrating her vagina with his fingers on the day in question. Her story was consistent with that of dozens who came forward um, with Sorry, uh, who came forward with um, similar accusations, <laughs> but were not but were unable to pursue justice due to the statute of limitations on their trial claims. Over the two weeks span of the trial, Cosby has been forced to come face to face with five women who've taken the stand to testify against him. Cosby can be looking at a ten-year sentence over the conviction. So, what do you think about him being? You better, you better die. You better die in jail. No, it don't matter what I think about it. Shit, this nigga done lived a long life. He eighty years old. He he did this shit, which obviously he did. Like sixty women came forward. Like, are you kidding me? But it's like, like out of know, sixty, one or two of them ain't lying, child. Like, come on. Right, right, exactly. So it's just like. It makes no sense that he would have even had to do that. You're Bill Cosby. Like, 
It's so stupid. Even one of the women was saying at the trial, you know, she was a white woman. She's just like, you know, I like, you know, big black men. So, you know, I wouldn't have mind, you know, I was already planning on sleeping with him pretty much, but the fact that he drugged me is where the issue was. It's like, why did she drug me? So it's like, what was he even doing? Like, you still could have got it. Right. That's a weirdo. But now no, that is that is some weirdo 80. shit. Right. Now you're 80, you're going to be in jail for like 10 years, nigga. You know, you're on house arrest right now. Like, so dumb. This is so dumb. Like, his life is over. So, yeah, he better go I ahead agree. and get the repent. Better go ahead and get I the repent. I agree. That's it. You know, just go ahead and they they saying now that his wife is looking into getting a, a divorce from him, but uh, bitch, mm-hmm. you should have did that a long time ago because you knew that nigga she wasn't please go ahead and wait till he died. Girl, please. Yeah, like, Two seconds left on earth. Yeah, because your legacy already fucked up. Money. Like you, you, you stayed with him through all this bullshit. So, what are you doing? Right, she might as well get collect. Well yeah, just don't go visit him. But like, fuck it, don't go visit him, honey. But um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I definitely do believe that he's guilty. You know, I don't know if every situation, but it doesn't matter. You know, rape is rape. Rape is rape. Um. And, I mean, it's just, that's monstrous. That's, like, disgusting. And, you know, everything that he's done, I do hope that he pays for it, even at this old age. You know, he is, Bill Cosby has been one of those people who's vocally been so critical of, you know, other people, and, you know, in mm-hmm. our community and, and people in our community. And you, in the meantime, are being this undercover, undercover like, rapist. Rapist, you know? right. So... Can I mean, you imagine waking up to Bill Cosby put with his nasty ass fingers in your Like that mean yeah. nigga, you was like literally in your seventies, like right. figuring a bitch, like, ew, like <laughs> And so you took pills. People got them bitches not that strong on young people. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why she woke up. <laughs> but um yeah. You know, no best luck to him. I do hate that they're taking the Cosby Show off the, off of the air because I felt like the Cosby Show was important for our, you know, our culture and definitely it was something that I one day wanted to show like my children. I wanted my nephew and nieces to watch, but um, I mean, fast to go, so be it. You know. Yeah, yeah. They also took an award. He had, he was a he got an award for something I forget, but they took that from him too. From, a, from mm-hmm. one of the colleges. He got like an honorary, honorary degree. From yeah, people. honorary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit has been recanted. So, yeah, his life is just, just as soon as you, you think you're about to get ready and die, next thing you know, you're going to court. <laughs> you All thought right, you were going to get away with that bullshit. And well, hell yeah. Thought you almost had it, nigga, but no. <laughs> you're going Gotta to be prison. quicker than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should have died sooner, nigga. <laughs> R. Kelly next. R. Kelly next, because he actually, you know, destroying our women. Like, what's up with him? Like, when when is he going down? You know, right? Getting what put you, under the job. About His old bitch ass. What did he do? Who? R. Kelly. What did he do now? He did something else. No, I'm just saying all the women, all the black women whose lives he he has ruined. He he should oh, something yeah. should be dealt with. Like, no, mm-hmm. that nigga, he's a pedophile. Like, he's a pedophile. 
I know. I just like his music. And niggas still so. be listening to his music talking about he's a genius. Nigga like, me, bro. I say be listening. I be, can I get that too, too? Can I get that? But me, it's just like, Angel, I don't get it. How can you, your de- demographic, you are a black woman. Like, how do you, how can you still support this man? Knowing that if you were 14. I, I know. I, I hear what you're saying. But, you know, what I'm saying is that I'm not thinking about you know, the person singing the song. I'm just thinking about the song, the fact that the song is catchy, you know? Like, yeah. I know, you sound just like my mom, but now I'm going to do what I want to do. No, let me stop. (laughs) 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 All right, we are. We're going to go ahead and move on to our our confession question of the day. It was just pretty interesting. Jennifer Lomosi Shams. If you are on a first date with somebody, you know, y'all having a good time, life is good, you order the steak and the lobster, you know, he orders the steak and the, you know, the shrimp, you know, mashed potatoes on the side, and, uh, okay. you know, food comes to $137.22, and uh, <laughs> he go to pay for it and his car declines. Do you just pay for your portion or do you pay for both of y'all? I, I mean, definitely my relationship now, I would pay for it. But, um, I mean, if it's, I I'm getting it. nothing. I said you're on a date with somebody for the first time. I mean, I'm a boss. Well, or at least I, I like to think that I am. So, yeah, I would pay for it. I would just would never talk to that nigga again. I'm just like, you a whole broke-ass nigga. Like, I just, you know, I, I couldn't fuck with you after that. But, you know, I'll let you have a good night, you know, and think you getting over and being like, yeah, I went to this cute-ass restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Tab was $137. But, yeah, no, nigga, you would never hear from me ever fucking again. No. <laughs> like, because you're a broke-ass nigga. Like, I just can't, like, I, I just can't deal with somebody at, at my age, you know, card declining. Like, why the fuck are you out? <laughs> like, why the fuck are you on a date? Like, you trying to get some penis, you know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> You can't even pay your bills. Like, that shit is black. Yeah. Okay, so the car declined. You pay for the food, and now that we know you're going to pay for it. After you pay, then they come back, the waiter, and say, hey, would you like some dessert? He say, oh, yeah, let me get up. All right, now what do you do? I'll be like, oh, are you going to pay for that? Like, (laughs) do you have enough money to cover that? Like, do you have 12 bucks? On your car to pay for your dessert. Oh, that was, well, hell no, I'm not paying for this. You got me. Right. Oh, well, I'm not paying for dessert. You have a good night. Like, <laughs> I'll straight oh stroll God. out that restaurant quick than a bitch. Like, I just, that's just so disgusting. Like, who who does that? Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. You 22, 23 max. You know, but you over 24, your car is still declining, and, and, do, and you doing leisure shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can understand your car declining on the light bill, on your cell phone bill, on your car insurance, you know, shit like that. But it's just like, you out to eat when you could have saved your fucking black ass at home and your car declining? Like, right. no. Like, get your priorities in order. What's up? That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um, I would be like, like I would look, and I would be confused. Um, like your car declined. Like you know, this meal one hundred thirty-seven dollars, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I could. I let it be known. Like you know, um, 
just meal. But hey, I pay for it. But yeah, I, I definitely you won't ever hear from me in a life. Okay. Cause like, cause I, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself. Like it's not that deep to where I'd be like, oh, well, I just I'm just gonna pay for my half. Blah blah blah. And it's funny. <laughs> it's a psycho. I remember. And this is like, and it, it, it's funny because now I'm thinking of story time. But this white guy, and um, when I had first moved to when I first moved down here, this white dude, I act like he was like this baller shot caller, you know, whatever. He was like, he want to take me on a date. I was like, oh, it's I mean, I never dated white man. He was older. Like, I want to say, because I was like 20. That nigga had to be at least 35, 36 or whatever. Oh my God. So we ended up going to, um, I met him at Applebee's. I should have known then. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, it's cheap, it's cheap motherfuckers everywhere. I should have known then, like a motherfucker, like doing the most Applebee's. Like Applebee's is expensive that it was a bomb. But, um, so we ended up going to the steakhouse. We didn't know that at the time. Though. We didn't know that at the time. We were right. like twenty dollars, Right. Okay. But I ended up like make, uh, booking us reservations at this Brazilian restaurant, and we got to the restaurant. He being like really weird. He was like, "Oh, I can't afford this. This is too expensive." Like they, the guy had like explained everything or whatever, and I had thought about it. I was just like, I mean, because I was just gonna go ahead and pay for it because I had the money for it. Like, I was going to go ahead and pay for the dinner. And I was just like, wait, I mean, this nigga trying to take me out. Like, I don't want him. Like, he trying to trick or whatever. And um, I was like, well, okay, well, you can just take me back home. Like, Damn, for real? Yeah. Never spoke to that nigga since then. Well, clearly now. That but is funny. Like, after the fact, cause I'm just like, what, like, why the fuck you trying to act like you got it and you don't? Like, bitch. What was he driving? Uh, oh my god like not a, a mini cooper like one of those like little ass cars one of those a little smart ass car? cars yes i should have <laughs> known then i should have known then you should have known like, huh? <laughs> i should have known i should have known like ew that's so funny all right y'all jen should have known then when he seen dude inside the smart car we're going to go ahead and get ready and end the show. But before we end the show, Jen, tell the world what you're confessing your love for this evening if you have a confession. Absolutely. So I'm confessing my love for Janelle Monet's new album, Dirty Computer. Um, it is fucking okay. amazing. You know, um, like, it was funny because a couple of my friends were, like, talking about it. And I was saying I was going to listen to it, but I was kind of bullshitting. But I was watching her interview on The Breakfast Club, and I was like, let me check this shit yeah. out. You know, I've not listened to Janelle's, Janelle Monet's music in a while, um, like a few years, five or six years at least. I want to say that album is so fucking good. Like, it is fucking amazing. And, um, and Yeah. Yeah, she's a singer. Okay. And, and she can sing. Like, she can realize that. But and she's so gorgeous. But I didn't know that Prince was her mentor. She was talking about it on the show, like he was her mentor or whatever, and like a huge influence in her yeah. life. And, um, like, listen, to the album, I can hear it. And, you know, I love Prince. I love Prince. I love Prince. So I was just like, you know, listen to the album. I'm just like, oh, my God, this would be so fucking Prince approved. Like, this album is just great. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm ready to get off air so I can listen to the album some more. But it's just like it's a really good album. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you all haven't heard it, Janelle Monae's "Dirty Computer" definitely tell her. Janelle, I think you. No, I'm just <laughs> Jan- you, you, well, oh that, my god, you, you don't know who Janelle Monae is. 
Please tell me I you know, know what the fuck she is. Yes, I know okay. who Janelle Monae is, and I'm going okay. to. Okay, because you, you asked me like you was confused. No, I was writing it down. I was writing it down. I was going to say, we're going to end this show by making sure we tell you guys to listen to Janelle Monet. Her new album, what is it, Dirty Version? Dirty Computer. Calm down, okay? There's no need to, no need to uh, get all spicy, okay? <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday, May 6th, at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you. So don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, tag us in the drama, and send us those emails at confession2us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Van Green. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you are listening to Confession I know y'all hoes hear me now. Good night, man. Good night, Janela. <laughs>